Hello and Merry Christmas. Welcome to an episode of Revving the Word. This is a special one today. This is a Christmas podcast. Probably because we know that you're going to move your body and it's worship and it is music. And why not use some Christmas music as our workout? Now, here's the truth, friends. I don't really generally do this. I've been in, uh, my name is Elisa Keaton, the founder of the ministry called Revelation Wellness. Uh, please find out more about us by going to revelationwellness.org. I am a over 25-year fitness dinosaur. <laughs> I can take you back to the times of thong leotards. And uh, music is a big part of fitness. It's, it's been a big part of my life. But I have to be honest with you, I've never really been one for theme music and like doing an entire class to all um, one theme, except maybe disco, I will say. I do have a special place for disco because that's what happens when you're born in the 70s and raised in that time. But I usually holidays and things like that, we don't, but I have... I, I know I'm supposed to do this today. I, I know it's also going to be a, 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 a once upon a time podcast, but what I've done is half the first half of the podcast, this is a longer one, and we'll go, we'll, we'll probably be about an hour all in. And so the first half is just kind of a regular music, and then we'll finish it off with um, strictly, kind of, not strictly, but a Christmas theme, a holiday more themed workout, or the music will be in the background to support that. And the reason why is because it's a pretty cool time of year. Hey man, it's an amazing time of year. It is my most favorite time of the year. It is the most wonderful time of the year. And I do love Christmas music. And I figured, well, let's try this out with the revving the word and see how it works out. It's different sometimes in um, other types of classes, but whatever you're doing, let's just make it our heart's posture for this time of year. This is a special time. We we can too easily just go through motions, kind of like our workouts, and then we just become robotic, mechanical, and we lose our, our, our joy, our zeal. I, I, I want to be intentional about connecting to this time of year and getting our hearts postured and ready. It's the season of Advent. Uh, it's also a little far out as far as when I'll release this. That way you can enjoy it through the Christmas holidays a little bit more than just three days before Christmas, which I know is usually pretty busy and you may or may not be making much time for your workouts. And that's okay. Please hear me. We are not here to create more rigidity in your life. We want a freedom for you, but not a freedom to do whatever you want but a freedom that is whole in Christ, a freedom that sets you free to be completely yourself in Him as His child, as His son and daughter. So Christmas is that type of an amazing time where we get to connect to that spirit of a child once again. So we're going to do that today. It is endurance only, meaning I won't be putting you through your paces. You're going to get to choose. Like This is really more of a spirit-led workout. Um, I, I'll give you cues to pay attention to your body and, but as far as how you feel, what level you want to work at, you get to choose that. Okay. Do not partner with a spirit of have to, or like that. That's not a gift. That's not the Christmas spirit. Enjoy it. Get swept up in something. I promise you, if you pull back your flesh, you will find this soul place in you that can go longer, um, stronger, but in a very subtle way, it's very different. 
Which takes me to my next point before we get going. So you just be moving your feet right now and getting yourself going. This is an important one. Really want you to hear this. Super, super important. Um, in coming up here on February, January 9th, we will be starting, launching, going on our 30-day faith then food and fitness challenge. This is a new one, and I'm here to tell you right now, it is called it is completely different than any other challenge you will find in the world. When everyone is getting their New Year's resolutions and go, going and kick kickstarted, you're gonna do it differently because we do it differently. Like I said, we do it, we live according to the spirit, not the flesh. And the spirit is way more powerful than your flesh can, can do or take you or the places it can take you. It's called the little way. This is 30 days, the little way. So when the rest of the world is getting real big, loud and boisterous, we are gonna get small. <laughs> we are gonna get humble. We're gonna take the simple way. Right? The, the gospel is simple, but it's not easy. We're going to go the simple way. I promise you, it will change you. It will develop, th take revving the word to a whole nother level because I'm going to train you on the off days as well. Does that sound good? It's 30 days of training with, uh, with me. Written devotionals come to your inbox every morning with 30-day meal plan menu. Yes, we're going to talk about food. You will have some challenges to it. You're invited into community, literally a Facebook group where I'll be back there. You'll be with other people in the challenge. Ongoing teaching and coaching for the month. So it takes revving the, revving the word becomes supplemental to the entire 30-day challenge. And guess what? Oh, by the way, you also get free access to RevWell TV for 30 days. Come on! The stretching, the strength training, the, the myofascial release, we've been doing a lot more therapy stuff back there, things that make you, make you better. We want you to train better, not faster. Like, better is better. So 30 days of that for free, if you've been wondering what that's all about when I talk about it. And guess what? All right, here it is. Drum roll, please. All of that for any donation amount. You get to choose. You get to pick your price. We love it if you bless our socks off. If, if these have been blessing your socks off, we'd love for you to bless us back. But really, we want everyone to come to the table. No barrier to entry and any donation amount. We suggest $10 at the bare minimum, but whatever you can do is what you can do. That starts on January 9th. It starts, but sign-ups begin. Mark your calendars. Stop the podcast now. December 26th, sign-ups begin. December 26th, day after Christmas. We'll have two weeks sign up, and then on January 9th, we'll start. And guess what else starts on January 9th? The instructor training starts as well. So depending on if you're just meeting us, wanna go a little deeper, get with us in that little way challenge for 30 days. Instructor training, don't forget, get in there. It's filling up, and we're excited to be with you and disciple you as a leader in the fitness industry. All right. Who's ready for Christmas? I promise. I think you're going to be more ready and more in the spirit for Christmas. Maybe you than you have since Thanksgiving and the, by the end of this workout. All right, let's get going. We're going to start the music in three, two, one, play. All right, so listen. Easy feet. Easy, happy feet. If you're just, if you fast forwarded me to this point, 
to where you can hear the music going. I get it. I always try to keep the intros as quick as possible. But we have a fitness challenge starting. We don't want you to miss it. This happened last time. People went, wait, where'd this challenge come from? How come I didn't know about it? And we'll talk about it all over the place for about two weeks. So I don't want you to miss it. Back up about three, four minutes on this podcast. Go back to the beginning and listen. I'll tell you all about it there. be leaving a lot of space today for you to grow, for the Spirit of God to water you, nurture, come alongside, and be God. I'm just a facilitator and someone who is Truly, madly, deeply in love with a God who is amazing. All right. Take a deep breath, inhale. Exhale. Lord, we're so grateful, Father. We bow our hearts right now because of who you are. You had your eye on us when we were just an idea. We thank you that you pursue us. You never stop pursuing us. Thank you that your goodness is your glory and that your glory is your goodness. So God, in any way that we've changed you, we've shifted you to meet our demands of a God. We repent. And we come to you now and ask for the real thing. Blow our minds open. Expand our hearts. Teach us according to your word. Nothing else but your word. Holy Spirit, cover this time in all directions. In Jesus' name, amen. Be kind to your body, everyone. Smile. We're so blessed. Just, you don't, (laughs) it's like we really don't need anything more. So I set my gaze on him and my affections on him. I become the gift. I become wealthy. I become well, whole, complete. But that's not always home base for me. Life is messy. So I hope as we work this out, you know what I hope? That the benefits roll to the next generation. (laughs) So if you're like me, and you look behind you and there's not real much evidence of faith in a generational line. That that doesn't matter. That this right now has eternal value.
right now, just this simple act of saying, all right, God, show me what you're about. Notice your breathing. Probably you're breathing more than when you got out of bed. But no, but listen, we've got a lot of time together today. So nothing, not trying to hurt yourself. There's enough of that. All right, here comes our scripture for today. We're gonna we're gonna rev the word. We're gonna go deep, long, wide, and deep. Isaiah nine, six, starting in verse six. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David, and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness for this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. That's where we're gonna hang out today. And I love, love how this ends. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Let's unpack it. Let's not only unpack it, let's, let's get dressed in it. <laughs> I've heard that said before. Let's unpack this. I don't want to just unpack it and stare at the clothes on the ground. I want to put them on. I'm going to try them on. Some of them aren't going to feel good. Some of them like a pair of pajamas. Second skin. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. I love this thinking that the humility of God to put on flesh and come from conception to crucifixion all the way isn't he an all the way kind of God uh, he leaves himself no out he says I'm gonna do it from the very beginning with them from the earliest memory that they can have of being in the womb young youngest of memory I'll go there I'll start there as a child being born you know why? Because the day you were born was one of the greatest days of his life. So do we have the same reciprocative thought of the day he was born? What a gift. 
what a gift. Any of you that have had children, oh, do you, you remember the day of delivery? The day a child was born. Everything changes. See, we have this problem, this challenge as humans. We easily forget. We're easily blown away. Like, for example, I watch a magic trick and I'm like, what? What? What just happened? I'm easily like, wait. Right? If I have childlike faith. Otherwise, I'd just become cynical and nothing blows me away anymore. But if my heart is tender, childlike, I'm easily can get my breath taken away. A child is born. But just like a child, oh, how easily I forget. <laughs> anyone, anyone tell your young child lately to go put their shoes away in their room? <laughs> how far do the shoes make it? Maybe halfway. And then they, they end up in the living room instead of all the way. Right. <laughs> we forget. For unto us a child, God, Emmanuel, born. What a gift. Right now, give him thanks for going all the way to the beginning, taking it all the way to the start, that he took no easy way out. Come on. <laughs> what? Just the rest of this song. Meditate on that gift. A God who took on all, all your sufferings, all your challenges, starting at heartbeat one. It helps me to surprise myself You know you can surprise yourself He's been with you all the way God with us To us, a child is born, a son is given. Here's the thing about a son, he passes on the family name. It doesn't make women any less important because there is no son. He came through a woman, but the son 
carries the name. The sun can create an entire lineage of new people. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. Whoa. The government, people. <laughs> not, not just financial strain or world peace, which is actually kind of the end goal of most government, is everybody wants things their way, peace. Problem is, everybody wants things their way, amen? But the government, the jurisdiction of the land, no matter what land you step into, is on his shoulders. Even if you think you don't have rights, or even if you think you do, the government is on his shoulders. Come on. In the type of climate we're in right now, politically, we need more of this. But this is what was said. The government rests on him. Come on, breathe. The government shall be upon his shoulders. Another version says the government will rest on his shoulders. Rest. It's his calling card, is rest. Nothing more violent than a woman at rest. I tell this to my daughter all the time. Be a woman at rest. You don't have to dress like them, speak like them, do what anyone else is doing. Because that's a woman who's not at rest. She's chasing the proverbial hamster wheel. She's on it, on the treadmill, letting the culture set the speed or the direction. Chasing after the next thing, the next fashion trend. It's not a woman at rest. You, even as you work, are a woman at rest, amen? That's joy. If you've got rest in you, it's because you have faith. You know <laughs> upon whom the government rests, the jurisdiction, the final say rests, then you have rest. It's violent to be a man at rest. That's violent. Notice how your feet are hitting the ground. And the government, the government, all that stuff. The government, it's the law of the land. And remember, Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill it. We still need some laws. But the ability to fulfill the law is found in grace. 
It's not found in human efforts. More knowledge, more, more anything that we can conjure up. It's found in grace. Right? An unmerited favor. This is, it's grace is available for the people that go, God, I'm a, I need you here. I need you always, but I really need you here. I need you to give me what you got, because I don't got it. And he says, okay, right? What do you need? A wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, or a prince of peace? Let me just sum myself up like that, God would say. What do you need? Because I love that Isaiah just says, the government will rest on his shoulders and he shall be called. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. Come on, God. Holy Spirit, we want to break open the package. We, we, with reckless abandon, we just tear open the gift of Jesus. And inside it, we find that wonderful counselor. <laughs> Mighty God. Everlasting Father. And Prince of Peace. Did you know there's no other piece of scripture in one breath that gives you these many nouns of who God is, formal nouns, with some strong adjectives. So he's a counselor, he's God, he's Father, and he's a prince. But he's wonderful, he's mighty, he's everlasting, and he's peace. Wonderful, mighty, everlasting, peace. This is what all the earth cries out for right now. All the earth wants peace. And how will they know if we're not sent? Peace, peace on earth and goodwill to men. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Repeat that with me. Come on, it's our song, Everlasting. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Repeat it again until it changes the DNA, until it changes the blood flow, until it opens your lungs until it rewires your brain. 
Come on, keep saying it. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Come on. Every time you roll it over, it's like you're, you're filing off the hard edges of your heart. It's exactly what the world needs. He's the desire of the nations. Wonderful counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Keep going. Well done. You're doing a great job. If you notice, you have to relax your jaw to breathe. Take in the sights around you. You're trying to create more capacity. Not more capacity to do things, more capacity to receive and perceive the kingdom. It's all around you. Jesus said it all the time, the kingdom is near. It's because he said, I'm here. <laughs> He's basically saying, listen, I'm here. This wonderful counselor, I'm here. And it's so true. So let's just hang on to these two words wonderful counselor here's what I'm hoping after today's workout that the next time you hit adversity <laughs> which I know is gonna be some of you within the hour some of you within the week but it's coming because in this world we'll have trouble but take heart we have a wonderful counselor. So what I'm hoping, after you just pound these words, he's my wonderful counselor, into your body, into your brain, into your heart, into your soul, that the next time you're facing a tough situation, you make an appointment with your wonderful counselor. Come on, it works. I'm telling you, I'm living proof. Google couldn't give me the answers. Facebook couldn't give me the answers. Only him. Wonderful. It means he's only gonna bring good news. Even in hard places, he's wonderful. Wonder-filled. He has the ability to take that situation that looks impossible. The thing that you go, there's just no way. Only he has the ability 
to take it and turn it into a wonder. He grabs you firmly by the hand and gently leads you as his child. And he says, let me show you what I see here. I see wonder. I don't see a problem. I see a lot of possibilities here. Could you get on board with me that I'm a wonderful, a wonder-filled counselor? I will tell you what you need to know. Keep your heart set in me. Wonderful counselor. Counselor is someone to advise, consult, purpose, or devise plan. Yeah, I need one of those, Lord. Whew. I'll tell you what, I owe him millions of dollars. done this to me. He's created kingdom purpose in me. This is all his fault. If you've got an issue with me, you got an issue with him and his wonderful self. He's counseled me into this place today. He's counseling you into greater, immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine. Let him advise you. Let him counsel you. Let him give you purpose. And he'll give you a plan. He always, you know, I never leave his presence without him telling me. Or with, I'll ask, what would you have me to do now? And he'll tell me. Because his word is active and alive. There is a do but not the cost of my who or his. Wonderful counselor. Listen, you need a place that you ring things out with the Lord, a secret place, a place like Jesus, who would go away to meet with his Father, a quiet place a desolate place, a place by himself. I really feel we're missing this practice because we're so plugged in now. We're so disconnected, connected. <laughs> we think we have connection, but we don't really have it. I'll tell you right now, well, we all need a lot less internet and a lot more intimacy. Intimacy with the Father. I I'm going to really challenge you on this. Because we like the idea of having a wonderful counselor, but nobody wants to make the appointment and get on the couch. Come on. Get on the couch. <laughs> You're a woman at rest. Get on the couch. He's wonderful. 
you're gonna leave his presence filled with wonder, hope, faith. More of him and less, more possibility, less problem. And listen, I went through seasons where I felt crazy, but I was, I was crazy. I needed a lot of counseling. I needed a lot of healing, a lot of healing. So I'd be like, oh, again, I gotta meet with Jesus again, again, again. <laughs> and then my flesh, I'd be like, why don't they go meet with Jesus? Why is it me again meeting with Jesus? Oh. <laughs> I'm being honest. But you know what? Jesus really loves me. <laughs> he really enjoys being with me. He's not ashamed of my getting it wrong again and again and again as I continue to return again and again to try to get it right. I'm practicing. Anyone else? I'm practicing life. I'm practicing. I'm learning. I'm 46 years old. I'm learning. I'm practicing. He counsels me. This is why he's the best personal trainer. He's the best personal finance advisor. He's the best cook, chef. He's the best everything, the best. Whatever you're looking for on Google. It's a shadow of the substance that is God. Which takes us to the next strong name. The next, this is Isaiah the prophet speaking very clearly about who this son will be, what he will do. Wonderful counselor, mighty God. I think it's interesting that he started with wonderful counselor. You know why I think he's trying to say, listen, we all have problems. <laughs> A lot of problems. So let me just tell you right now, he'll counsel you because he's a mighty God. Mighty. This goes back to the fact that he doesn't see problems, he sees possibility. There's no problem. He's mighty God. Scripture even says in the New Testament that even the foolishness of God, the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisest of men. <laughs> Mighty God. It means, yeah, you know what that means? When people see us doing this, this looks pretty foolish. I get it. I totally get it. Listen, I put on my thick skin a long time ago. Because this is all his fault. This is where he counseled me to. And man, have I found abundant joy in life. And it looks pretty foolish to the world. 
wait you're you're working out moving your body and talking about God like when David danced in his underwear kind of crazy right but there's nothing more mighty it's a foolishness that draws on the strength of God that even that type of foolishness when you're a fool you're actually being made strong wise because the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisest of men it's the smartest thing you could do smartest thing you could do is the dumbest thing for Jesus <laughs> all right Merry Christmas here we go you've reached the back half for a second talk about foolishness this is why the religious leaders could not accept Jesus. What? You're born as a baby to Mary and Joseph in a manger. You come from Nazareth. Come on, that's not like a king. And get off that donkey, right? Jesus takes the little way, the humble way. His thick skin's on, so I'm gonna keep mine on. His heart is soft, I'm gonna keep mine soft. He's mighty God, with a soft, tender heart for people. Mighty God. Mighty God. Yes, you are, Lord. Just roll around this mighty, God. The word that is used here in the Hebrew is El. Just El. <laughs> There's a lot of names for God. El, Elohim, right? Jehovah Rapha. But El, it's simplified to God, the one true God, Jehovah. That's why we call him Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, God my banner, like God, 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 Jehovah, one true God. Listen, your menu planning is not going to save you. Not to say they're bad, they have a purpose if they're within his desire. All you're saving your pennies is not gonna save you. Not to say you shouldn't have a plan. Plans are good. Remember, that's part of his counseling, is to devise a plan. But is it his plan? I'm telling you, that's why our fitness challenges, our faith first, then fit challenges, they're about his plan for you. El, Jehovah, mighty. Okay? The foolishness of God is wiser than men. And it goes on to say that the weakness of God 
the weakness, even his, his greatest weakness is greater than the strength of men. Greater than the greatest strength is his greatest weakness. You know what I, I was like, God, what is your weakness? He said, people. I love people. I got a soft spot for people. I never, ever, that's why at least if I tell them, if you just draw near to me, oh, I'm there in a minute. Draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. Even when you're faithless, I'll have faith for you. His weakness is for people. That's why he came. He came to set people free. He saw the crazy, the problem that we were making. He said, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna make possibilities happen. There are no problems, only possibilities. Mighty God, mighty. Mighty God, come Lord. I'm gonna give you a few minutes to breathe, move, work with mighty God. one true God everything else is a shadow a little G God he's mighty God this question for him as your mighty God what is it where do you believe he's too weak go ahead confess If you're like me, don't you kind of go, oh gosh, I forgot. I forgot how mighty you are. You, what you did back there, you'll do now. We recount our blessings. He's been good through everything. He's been mighty, strong. Look at you, you're here. 
with your love, your power, and your sound mind. Come on. Mighty. What won't he do for you? So God, we now ask you, you tell us, what do you want to do for us as mighty God? There's nothing he won't do. Nothing he's not capable of. Nothing. He's mighty and he's God. Bow down. Bow down. Worship him. That's the strongest thing you can do. When we sit down, he stands up. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will rest upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. sense the Lord's pleasure with you, with us. <laughs> Look at you. Wanting to be trained up in the ways of the kingdom. Man, you guys are world changers. You're agents of change. You're life reclaimers. You're freedom fighters. Whew. You're dangerous against darkness. You destroy hell and populate heaven. I'm so honored to do life with you like this. We're going to focus on the everlasting Father. Ooh. Okay. Here's what I know. Because we've been moving our bodies this way, it opens up vulnerabilities in all of us, doesn't it? <laughs> this is why if you ever went through the seasons of watching The Biggest Loser, when they were most tired is when they would have the biggest breakthroughs. 
because the vulnerabilities are there. You can't, you can't, you're getting thinner. You're getting thinner and thinner in your exterior shell. And I know that for some of you, the two words, everlasting father, hits a nerve because he, let's just face it, he came to an orphaned planet. Even if you had the best father, he too is a shadow of this father. And your best, your father is, just, is a son of God. He's flawed too, just as you are, just as I am. Remember, God doesn't focus on the flaws. He sees the jewel. He's not overly concerned with the breakdown, but he sure as heck wants to be the breakthrough. Everlasting. He won't quit. He won't quit. Some of you had a father that you never knew. This whole concept of a father, you long for it, but you don't know what to do with it. You have no grid for it, but yet you long for it because you're made in the image of a holy God who is a father to a child and he will not leave you. He's always had his sights on you. You're here right now because he truly, madly, deeply loves and pursues you. He won't quit on you. <laughs> He's a father. He's a good father. That if you ask him for an egg, you will not get a stone. He's the father that gives us all good gifts. They come down from him. Every good gift has come through his hands to you. Your job, your children, this very breath you take, he's counting them. And hear me when I say this, I say this in the healthiest of ways. He's obsessed with you. Like not in the creepy way, but in the way that says, I'm covering you. I'm watching, I'm with you. I won't leave, I'm here. My presence goes with you. Jab. Everlasting Father. Just continuing to be with Him as your Father. Listen, I have an earthly Father. I'm blessed to say He's still here and with me. But He was by no means or definition perfect. In fact, for many years, 
many the enemy tried to use the disappointments I had with my father to cause strife, pain, bitterness, unforgiveness in my heart. And I wondered why I kept finding myself on the couch, counseling, receiving more and more counseling. Because I was stuck. I was stuck on my earthly father. Because the more I fell in love with the heavenly father, the more and more I was able to release and give permission for my father to be a son. He's a son just like I'm a daughter and, and I need a mighty God and I need a wonderful counselor. And Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So I'm obsessed with Jesus. I just study, read. I want to be like him because the more I'm like him, the more I'm like the Father. Right now, go. Be with your everlasting Father. Everlasting. He's not gonna quit. He's made up his mind. He's got it in him to go the distance. He's not tired. He doesn't need to sleep. He doesn't need counseling. Who would counsel the mind of God? Everlasting. Father. The word father means the head or founder of a household, a group, a family, or a clan. That's who he is. He's the founder of this clan right here. This is your last song. And I know. I'm like, really, Lord? They're going to run or move to Holy Night? He's like, trust me. Let's be foolish together, Lisa. Everlasting. Father. Prince of Peace. I'm going to go quiet because the Prince of Peace is here. And I just pray right now, Holy Spirit, your peace falls upon people. Anoint them with a fresh fall 
of your peace, your shalom, your friendliness, your wellness, your happiness, your prosperity, your favor. Salute us with your peace. The Lord wants you to throw some seeds of peace out right now. Throw it out. Speak peace to the storm. Be still. Peace. Peace on earth. You bring peace, favor, the goodness, the kindness of God wherever you go. If he's the prince, You are an emissary, a viceroy, a representative of this kingdom of peace. wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, and a prince of peace. For unto us he's been born. So good. Listen. 
you don't have to understand what's going on with you to know that you're loved and that you're changing and that you're practicing that God is practicing playing you like an instrument so when you find those new places where you're like this just feels odd and different don't overthink it just let it be odd and different he's doing a new work in you we are his instruments he plays us to make music and music is to be enjoyed enjoy it if you try to dissect it and figure out what's going on how come how come this how come that just let yourself be kind of wrecked that God is opening up new things in you and I can't say it enough I'm so honored to do this with you because it's really vulnerable work it's really kind of messy work it's it's individual yet corporate work right you're not alone but yet it happens kind of alone <laughs> I go into the secret place by myself but I never leave in a greater sense of isolation I leave with a greater sense of connection to God and man of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end that's why we're all just being played God's increasing 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 on earth and he's using us because he has no intention of ending this thing without it being to the final purpose and plan he has a plan it's gonna happen he's in charge we get to play a role we get to make mistakes and he takes them and makes all things good he it's I just we need to wipe from our reasoning that he's angry bitter or upset like he's he's really good if we all knew the goodness of this wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father Prince of Peace if we knew because the goodness is his glory and this is what this time of year is about the glory of God if we know that more and more it would end all pain it would cease put a cease fire on the wounds of our heart and others and yet and yet you can be assured we're going to suffer but oh to suffer well oh to take that arrow in your heart to go in the secret place and to have it pulled out not to just break it over your knee but to pull it out redeem it and shoot it back into the world for good that's how his kingdom works that's how peace on earth and goodwill to men increases increases because he can look at a terrible thing and say I still see good he cannot not see good he sees it in you he sees it in me 
And he's just going to keep pushing forward, increasing until that government is the rule. And the zeal of the Lord will do this. The zeal of the Lord, his fervor, his guttural, you know what the zeal is? The zeal is the fact that he sees it, he knows it's possible, and he's not going to give up on it. And so he burns with passion for his plans. So Lord, we just thank you. We receive you, the gift, our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, our everlasting father, and our prince of peace. If you're praying with me right now, just open your palms and just receive the weight of a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, everlasting father, and a prince of peace. Increase your government in our hearts. Increase your jurisdiction. Don't stop. You have permission. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall come to thee, O Israel. 